Hey, welcome to the episode two of the family series, um, uh, this extreme podcast. We've been looking at family conflicts. And last time, uh, the first episode, we talked about what conflicts uh, are and what they could look like in a sense, in a family. The truth is conflicts have uh, categories. Not every conflict is equal in in, in its sense. So there are some conflicts that are quite um, extreme and quite destructive. And there are just some conflicts that are just benign, if I use that word. It's just normal everyday occurrences or general occurrences. And so at the heart of it, the conflict is a disagreement. When there's a difference of opinion, there's a difference of point of view. And so basically that is what a conflict is. But then conflicts can become very destructive. And so they've talked about what the different um, ways conflict manifests themselves in in families. But in the second episode, I I would like us to just sit back and reflect on why do conflicts happen? What are the sources of some conflicts, of, of course, of conflicts? What are the possible reasons why we have conflicts in families? We have already established in episode one that that conflicts are, are, are a part of life. Because the truth is, wherever you have two people, you will always have conflicts. Conflicts are a product of differences, and we are all different. So the truth is, you cannot have people in a group or in a gathering who are different when and then not have conflicts. But then, why do conflicts happen? Now, there are several reasons why conflicts, where conflicts come from. What are the different sources? One of the things, one of the first reasons why we have conflicts is personality differences. That is one of the major reasons why conflicts happen in any family. We are all different people. You see, it is amazing that when you even have twins, uh, even identical twins who look alike and who, to all intents and purposes, generally just have the same features. When you get to know them, you realize that they have a difference in personality. We have different personality types. Uh, you have people that are introverts. You have people that are extroverts. You have people that are workaholics. You have people that are laid back. You have people that are outgoing or social. You have people that are... Uh, that don't like to go out. And all these personality traits usually would create conflicts. So, for example, you have a situation where someone likes to talk and somebody else doesn't like to talk. And so, when somebody is talking, another person gets angry because that person is maybe talking beyond what they would like. So, conflicts in happening in families because of our, the differences in personalities. So, you have it even between parents. You have the differences in their personalities. So, one of the things we must we must appreciate that one of the sources of conflicts is the differences in our personality, in our persons, in our nature. Another source of conflicts is environmental or what I would call societal. There are pressures that come in life. So, someone is going through a bad time, whatever the time in their life is. For example, let's take parents. A parent is stressed from work has been in, at work and has been battered and insulted and whatever and gone through a very tough day and then comes home and takes out their frustration on their children and it causes conflicts now in, in talking about conflicts you have to understand that some conflicts are silent in the sense that a child 
because of the nature of the relationship between a child and a parent, many times when a child is in conflict with their parents, they don't talk. Especially when they are very young. They are much younger. They tend not to talk because of the dynamics of their relationship. So you realize that even in relationships, the dynamics of a relationship also plays in how conflicts um, ex, ex manifest themselves or expose themselves. So someone comes from the work, for example, and they are so stressed out. They are so... They are, they are just at the end of their rope. And... They take offense at every little thing. Or a woman has had a very long day. She's been taking care of the house, uh, housewife taking care of the house and everything. And she gets home uh, or she's at home and the husband comes or the children come in and the children come in and do something and they just, she just explodes. All those things are things that cause conflict. So societal pressures do cause conflicts. And sometimes you even see it in children. A child goes to school. Even a child, a little child goes to school and the child is maybe for whatever reason, let's say the teacher flogs the child or the teacher speaks out of turn to the child, the child is angry and or unhappy and the child and they are trying to talk to the child and the child just busts out and says, leave me alone or say something like shut up to a parent and the parents are like, what are you talking about? And then starts to flog a child. The ch- parent forgets that the child, even though the child is a child, now the child is young, that child also has experiences, also has societal experiences, environmental pressures, environmental stress. And that's one of the things sometimes that a lot of parents need to remember, that you think that you're not the only one that's going through stress in life. Even your children are exposed to stress in one form or the other. As young people almost realize, your younger ones are also exposed to stress in one form or the other. You, it is not age that qualifies you for stress. Life comes with stress. That's just a fact of life. What's a, a third source of um, conflicts in families? Generational gap. Generational differences are a source of conflicts in families. You have to accept that we all have come from different generations, usually in our family. So, for example, you have your parents were born in a generation. They grew up with a particular kind of environment, with a particular kind of training. You are born in a different generation. You grew up in a different environment, different kind of training, exposed to different kind of things. Maybe your younger ones were born in different generations. So, for example, you have children who were born in... Maybe their parents were born, let's assume, in the 1980s. Let, I'm talking to you something close by now. So if a, if a parent was born maybe in 1981 or 82, they're already maybe in their 40s. Then you have, they have children who are uh, maybe born in the 90s or maybe early 2000s, for example. Maybe early 2000s, a, a child was born. and uh, They have their first child born. So that child was born in 2000. But the next child they have or maybe their last child is born in, in the 2010s. All those generational differences come into play because what each generation experiences is different. So sometimes I, tell, I, I like to tell people like, when you see your, an elderly person or your parent or an uncle reacting to a particular thing, a particular way, you must appreciate that their generation sees things differently. Also goes for parents in truth or those who are elderly or more older that when you see certain things, that being done or said by a younger generation, you have to accept that they have a different frame of reference. It doesn't make what they are doing right or wrong, or make them make it right. And sometimes it doesn't make it wrong. It's just that perception comes into play, and that's where generational differences can cause conflicts. That generational differences create perceptions. It creates. It affects how we interpret life. I I I was talking to someone one day and coming from a generation that did not that was not born into the social media 
So I grew old. I, grew, I, had, I was already an adult before social media became a thing. Now, I was talking to someone who practically was born into the social media generation. And we're talking, I was like, I don't get why young people always have to share everything that happens to them on social media. Like, is there no filter? Is there no limit? And I was laughing at, as I was sharing with the person, I was laughing because I realized that it's a perception. I don't, I was not brought up to be, to be that exposed. You don't expose yourself that much. I still don't feel it's healthy, but it can be healthy for some people. But I still don't feel it's healthy. That's perception. Now, there are times when it's not healthy, there are times when it's healthy, there are times when it's helpful, there are times when it's not helpful. But all those things, that's why when you see conflicts erupt, is because of the perception. How I interpret those things, or how we interpret as people those things. And that happens in the family, because you have different generations of people in that family. The interpretation of things vary. You, you Also, you have another cause of um, conflict, source of conflicts in families, is expectation. The difference in expectation. The truth is, all of us have goals, all of us have things we are pursuing, and we all have different expectations as regard those things, how we want to get about it. So sometimes you meet young people or parents who feel that their children don't know what is good for them. I've met a parent who says, someone who says, I'm the parent and I know what is right for my children. And I was smiling, I was like, that's not necessarily true. Your child is an individual. Your child may know what is good for them. They may have an idea of what works for them. I've had a situation, I've, I know someone who for many years was trying to get to university and was choosing a particular course. And we got, got talking one day, I said, you don't even really like this course. You're doing it because this is what people want for you. You are better in this, scenario. This, this course suits you better. Why don't you try for it? The person tried for it, got the admission. The person has gone on and moved on with their life and have, has made, have made something out of life from that course. They could have, they could have been stuck in the cycle of trying to fulfill what their family wants for them. And sometimes that's the problem. Expectations create conflicts, especially when they don't manage well. Expectations will always create differences. Oh, I want to go this way. Oh, I know you should go this way. You see, sometimes some parents will get angry at children for not being lawyers. So a child decides, I want to be a theater artist. A child decides, I want to be a dancer. And the parent is like, you are useless. You are... That is conflict. Sometimes you see a parent insulting a child, disowning a child, just because a child chooses to do a different cost and what they desire that is conflict so expectation also has that point the final source of conflict that i would like to share is familial loyalties sometimes you see conflicts in families are a product of our loyalties so when people two people get married being in africans it is the families that are getting married and usually what happens is they are unconsciously and sometimes consciously put in the middle so the one of the, the wife wants to be loyal to her family, the husband wants to be loyal to his family, and in some cases, what happens is conflict. So when the wife has something against the family, she expects her husband to stand up for her or say something against his family. That's a that's very let's not lie. That's that's not that's unfair. Because how do you expect him to speak against his family? Or the wife and then the wife does the wife does something and then the fa- his family expects her, the man to speak against his wife. That's also unfair. In reality, it's better to just handle the conflicts by yourself. In, in and do each situation as it comes. But then people want you to take sides. Sometimes it happens with when parents are having issues and they have and then they want a child to choose them. So they are bad mouthing, they are 
the, the husband or the, the other spouse in front of the children, or a child doesn't, it has something against his elder one and goes bad about the parent, the that child, so I have fever. Those loyalties can cause conflicts. And that's something that we must deal with and accept. And so, as we go forward, these are not the, all the sources, but then I think these are some of the prominent sources of conflicts in families. Looking going forward, we trust that we're going to have a conversation about how to manage conflicts, pre-conflicts and post-conflicts. But next episode, we'll talk about how to manage, how to preempt conflicts and how to manage them before they happen. But then, in case you have any thoughts you'd like to share, experiences you'd like to share, conf- um, questions you'd like to ask, please feel free to contact the Extreme Podcast crew. We'll be looking forward to your responses. Please, the more you speak to us, the better it is for us. We will enjoy getting feedback. Thank you for joining us in this episode. And I hope that you've picked something from it. Don't forget, there's no conflict that is greater than you. Every conflict has a way to be, has a resolution. Have a great day and take care of yourself.